When life gets you down, you know what you gotta do? I don't wanna know what you gotta do. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, 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 just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, 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 just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, 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 just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, 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 just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, 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 just keep swimming, just keep swimming. Well, here we are. I put the mic in and spit it. Yeah. A little bit hot when I rip it. Is that the beginning? That's the beginning. No. (laughs) (laughs) Hi, everybody. Welcome back to episode 31 of Ding Dong. It's a podcast. We've got goofy beginnings now. Goofy Goofy. beginnings. Um, The Disney origin story coming out in 2019. Goofy beginnings. Goofy beginnings. Maxi. Dude, I love the Goofy movie. Um, and I want to start us off with a little conversation that I think should take off more, or like I'm surprised I guess it hasn't taken off earlier. Okay, it's the advent of brackets for fucking everything. Blip. Like you know what I'm talking about. You're on Twitter scrolling through. I recently did a Parks and Rec bracket for top Parks and Rec characters. There was a Disney versus Pixar movie bracket that was very controversial. Oh, I saw that one. And I, think, I was not happy with the result. I think I wasn't happy with the result either. In fact, I know that I wasn't. But not because all the movies didn't deserve to be in there. They just didn't see them properly. That's no. my biggest gripe with these things. Yeah. It was it, like the matchups were crap because there were movies going out in the first round that had no business going out in the first round. It was like, you want Beauty and the Beast or Aladdin. I'm like, fucking give me that as like an Elite Eight matchup yeah. minimum. Yeah. Like, the Parks and Rec one was good, because I had, my final four was Andy, Ben, Ron, and Leslie. I'm like, yeah, no shit. There were some tough choices to be made along the way, and a few upsets, but I think overall, it went well. Let's count them in, everybody. Just as an aside. (laughs) Hate it. Have you seen that video? No. (laughs) The video... (laughs) No, I haven't seen it. It's like a wedding or something. No one's seen this video either. We're Instagramming live, and no one's on. Um... What video are you talking about? They're, they're having like a wedding reception or something okay. in their backyard. And this lady is like, Ron, Ron. This guy's coming in uh, hang glide oh, or yeah. parasailing or something. <laughs> like, Wait. Let's count him in, everybody. <laughs> Ten, <laughs> nine, <laughs> eight, seven. And he just smashes into the ground. <laughs> oh, it's so, so good. But these brackets, I like that they're there. Because yeah. I think it's a good way to solve complex debates where you're like, Parks and Rec, objectively, a lot of good characters on that show. But you've definitely got some, like, 16 seeds, controversial take, Joan Calamezzo. And you've definitely got, I guess I'll throw her, like, a 10. She's got upset potential. But, I mean, there's just random characters. Right. I but, think complex comes down to the amount of things you're trying to decide on. Sure. Not the difficulty of the argument, per no, se. No, I think, but, like, that show ran for, what, seven seasons? Yeah. And it's like, there's a lot of characters. You could fill a 64 team or person bracket with that but the person who made that one seated them properly the right person who made this fucking disney versus pixar did yeah, not i'm gonna look this up right now because i saw it the other day and i wasn't happy i mean you end up with these crazy matchups where i think it comes down to traditionalist versus non-traditionalist too right if you're a big fan of like your aladdins your lion kings your those sort of movies it's tough for those to make it late in the game. Yeah, but the fucking Incredibles was on there too, and right. somebody fucked that one up as well, if I Big remember time. correctly. Do we want to run Big through tunes. some of this right now? Because yeah. I'd be very interested in discussing these. Yeah. All I'm trying to say is that I what? remember distinctly that like certain matchups were clearly like a 12 seed versus a 14 seed in the first round. 
because I think it's a shortened bracket too. I want to say it's only like the top thirty-two, like the top sixteen of each Disney and Pixar, according to this person. And where I'm normally a bracket guy, I also went two for sixteen in the round of sixteen. It's thirty-two. 32. Okay. <clears throat> yeah. So read us like what are so what are the one verse six or one verse eight supposed matchups? Like each corner matchup. This shit. Okay. <clears throat> each corner matchup. Let's. I'm gonna find a different, a better one. Okay, go ahead. Because it wouldn't let me zoom in on that one. That is super annoying. For Yo, sure. what the? F- whose man's is this? <laughs> it's your man's because it's yours. All right. Uh, so, top left, Tarzan versus the Lion King. Automatically a bad matchup. In no way is that a one versus an eight seed. Bottom left, Beauty and the Beast versus Nightmare Before Christmas. I guess it would, That's be, a rough I guess it would one. be middle. That's a tough matchup too, but th- what's the middle one there? Because it would go one through eight, one through eight, rather than, I guess I was wrong on the corners. Did I do my math wrong? Let me one, see. One, two, three, four. Let me check four. it out. Give me a minish. <laughs> pass, pass it this way, city schlicker. Two, three, Hit me four. on the mic, So that's Jobin. eight. Eight, eight, right. eight. But I think right? so. That oh, so four, you're trying to four. F- so what is this fifth matchup right here? Uh, Aladdin versus Hercules. Tough match. In no way. Very are, difficult. Somebody okay, because what that means is Aladdin's a one seed and Hercules is an eight seed. No fucking way. Yeah, I don't see it. Oh, uh, here's a better. Zane keeps finding better and better images. I can't. We're, for a podcast, this is a good bit because no one, one person. What's up, Andy? Andy's watching live on okay. Instagram. Five minutes in, and nobody else is. All right, I found a better one okay. that I can that I can see. Read us these matchups. So, we're gonna. We're, I'm just, just gonna go, go straight it. down it. Yeah, <clears throat> the Lion King versus Tarzan. Tough. Give it to Lion King. Princess and the Frog versus Lilo and Stitch. Lilo, Lilo and Stitch, Stitch all day. Hands down. Tangled versus Big Hero Six. That's fucking difficult. That's hard as shit. Because Tangled like is Tangled, probably one of my favorite. But Disney Big Hero movies. Six made me cry like a big baby. Right. Big Hero it Six is so very good. good. Very original. I really liked it. Okay. Frozen versus Moana. Also very good. Shit. Both strong lead female roles. Right. Both blue as their theme. <laughs> <laughs> Technically true. Uh, Aladdin versus Hercules. Hold on. Let's see. Let's go back to this Frozen Moana one for a second. I'm taking Frozen. Ah, fuck. I think I take Frozen, but only because it was like the thing for a while. I, like Moana was that thing too, and Moana's very yeah. good. Humble brag. My roommate knows the girl who voice acted Moana. So that's a cool thing. I, that would trend towards picking that. I got to go Frozen. Here's why I take Frozen. Okay. <clears throat> is I didn't like the plot development in Moana. I liked the movie. I didn't like the speed of the plot development. That's fair. Our fans seem to think the opposite. Everybody on Instagram is saying Moana hands down. Yo. Uh, I'm going to disagree with all of you. We're uh, going to go ahead and go against our fans' here's, wishes. Here's the thing. Moana's great like, is the thing. This is the problem with this fucking bracket. That should not be a... Yeah. That should technically be that's, a, a that's two like versus a, seven matchup. Yeah. And neither one of those that movies are seven. It's not correct there. Here's here's the other... Here's what I'm trying to say about the plot line of Moana. Okay. Frozen, it starts, then there's a conflict. Then there's a whole bunch of fucking conflict. There's a lot. And it doesn't resolve until at the end. They're right. trying to deal with this conflict the, the whole, whole time. time. Moana starts... She goes and there's 
not a ton of conflict, like their island's dying, <clears throat> but that's not like what's supposed to be the main conflict of the movie. Sure. She meets Maui, and then all of a sudden they're best friends. That is true. They, they less, don't argue right, for that. much time. She but, just like gives him the ultimatum, and he's like, "Okay, the only reason, the only thing that saved that movie for me sure. is that the conflict came back later. It did come back in a big way. In a big way. Shout out to but me. then it also resolved again really quick. It did. Now I will say this though: notice that there's less conflict because they're in a beautiful tropical paradise, a la our squeezable pineapple right here. Um, and tell me, tell me that squeezing that pineapple doesn't make you wish you were on a gosh darn beach. Yo, I wish I had a magic hook. I wish I had uh, like Captain Hook. Just if my body was soft like it is, but it was made out of that material, <laughs> I'd be all right. You'd have so many friends. So okay, so keep going on this list then. Okay, because here's the order on my list that it's in. It goes Reggie, Jay Z, Tupac, and Biggie, Andre from Outkast. <laughs> I don't remember any of those Disney movies. Um. Okay. Next one. We already said it. Aladdin versus Hercules. Aladdin. I'm taking Aladdin there. Aladdin, I, I love, love Hercules. Hercules. Again, bad matchup. Horrible That's not a one versus up. eight. No. Um, Little Mermaid versus Pocahontas. That's that's a controversial one too. I go Pocahontas. Recency See, I'm taking bias. Little Mer- Little Mermaid. Everybody's bringing strong arguments in the chat. That people are saying that this. I'm telling you, this is why the matchup is such a nightmare because it's like okay. Okay, to Zane's point, conflict immediately does go away, but there is this underlying conflict of the entire earth and nature yeah. disappearing, <clears throat> and that seems like a big deal. Touche, though, point counterpoint, same shit, but cold in Frozen. In Frozen, and and there was like there was the sister aspect of it, like they had their beef right the entire time. It was, a, it was time. a multifaceted beef, right? And I also was... think. If I yeah. if I'm going down not to shit on Moana, but I have to make these tough decisions, right? And I think that I gotta give the secondary characters to Frozen. Oh yeah. Olaf the reindeer? Come on. For sure, Sven. The chicken's great. Chicken cracks me up. Chicken's good. Chicken's a liability though. Right. Big time. <laughs> okay, get back to this. What are we doing? Um <clears throat> so we just did Little Mermaid Pocahontas. Tough. I Mulan think- versus Zootopia. That's difficult. That's so tough. This is where the traditional versus non-traditional lies. Right. Because I fucking love Zootopia. Loved it. Maybe one of my favorite Disney movies. Yeah, and see, that was another one. I thought it was a very good movie. I thought thought it was a little too... I don't even know why I didn't like it as much as I should have liked it. Everybody loved that movie, and I was like, eh. So I'd have to take Mulan on this, because Eddie Murphy is great as Mushu. I completely agree. Fucking... The soundtrack to Mulan is fire front to back, pun intended. I, I, okay, I think this, and this is why it swayed me towards Zootopia over Mulan. I've seen Mulan once or twice, and definitely not recent enough. Mulan's got great music. Correct, Mulan's got Andy. great side characters. But Let's Get Down to Business is the best Disney song. Name a better apology. This sounds like a weird thing. It shouldn't have swayed me No, that's much. correct. That's the practical. I don't, I don't like the practicality apology. of it. In a movie ever, animated or otherwise, than Fox and the Hound. No, I love Fox and the Hound. (laughs) Incorrect. Fox and a Bunny, because Judy Hopps is fucking hurt, and you can tell. And that shit made me sad. And I'm gonna have to give it there. We'll agree to disagree on this. What's the next matchup? All right. Uh, Beauty and the Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Yeast. And the Weast. Oh, I thought you said yeast. Yeast rings mm-hmm. brought to you by yeast rings. Uh, Beauty and the Beast versus the Nightmare Before Christmas. 
Beauty and the Beast. Duh, Beauty and the Beast. There, um, Nightmare Before only, Christmas is a season. That's a movie. bad. That's a bad matchup for Nightmare None Before for cri- Before Christmas, right? Because I think against a lot, like a few of those other ones, it would have had a good chance. I think you get bad draws against, too. Like, I think Montana got a bad draw in the tournament this year and had yeah. faced other seeds. Might have moved on. Sorry, Michigan's oh, in the final four. Should have so. beat Michigan. Probably Michigan, beat Michigan. Michigan should not be on a thirteen game win streak I right agree. now. Both overrated is the comment we just got. Ooh, and I don't disagree. Strong. I don't disagree though. Did you see that live action one, Andy? So okay, so now let's <clears> okay. move over to the Pixar side. Up versus Brave. Up. Up. No question. Brave's good, but Up is fucking. Ugh. Toy Story versus Toy Story Two. Why would you line up both Toy Stories against each other? Fuck let, that. That's what I'm saying though. Let that shit duke it out. Right. And also, I'd like to say what sixteen or three of the sixteen Pixar Pixar three sixteen favorite Good favorite, Friday verse that and is. Tricked. Right, and and, and Psalm, Psalm Body Once Told Me. Um, those are my two favorite Bible verses. Have a great Friday, everybody, not just a good one. Um, I will say this, that three of those movies are Pixar's contenders, and you line two of them up in the fucking first round? Right. Get out of here. There's not even like a comparable, that's like an eight versus a nine seed, except they're both one seed. <laughs> except, right, except it's a two versus a one seed, yeah. So I'm gonna. Who are you giving the edge to? Because I think I maybe I even go Fucking original. Maybe I go one. Two was good, but maybe I go. One. I go one, um, mainly because I've seen it more recently. Oh, it was because Zerg was so cheesy. And Zerg two. was pretty cheesy. Like it was good. It was a really good movie. Zerg Don't get cheesy. me wrong, but it was a little no, cheesy a there. Point. Okay, next one. Coco versus Cars three. Haven't seen Coco. I haven't seen Coco either. I did watch Cars three. Cars three was fucking good, (laughs) and we had a really long bit about it. it. I gotta give the home field advantage to Cars three. Yeah, and people are gonna get heated about that because I've heard Coco is a. I've heard Coco is one of the best uh, Disney movies ever. Take it up Uh, with the fucking bracket builder. Toy Story three versus the Good Dinosaur. Toy Toy Story Story three. I've seen the Good Dinosaur. It's fine. It's okay. It's It's something you put on in the background. Right. It's a cleaning uh, movie. And Toy Story 3 is one of the few movies to almost pull tears out of my face. Dude, Toy Story 3 sucks. And well. wow. Uh, Ratatouille versus A Bug's Life. I'm going to say Ratatouille. Conqueror. I'm also that's going a, with that's Ratatouille. That's an upset pick, I think, because I think people are really big homers for Bug's Life. Yeah. And I don't blame them for that. But Ants was a better movie. <laughs> Yikes. Alienating our seven fans. I said it here. Yeah, that's right. He fucking heard it here first. Ants was better. Ants had a weird art style. I think Bug's Life had a pretty art And it was style. very aggressive. Uh, okay. Finding Nemo versus Inside Out. I'm taking Finding Nemo. Yeah, Inside Out was pretty good. Inside Out was pretty Real, good. But Finding was another heart wrencher, but Finding Nemo, you just have to go. Just with an it. absolute unit of a movie. Here's one that's as absolutely no business being a matchup. Okay, Monsters Inc. versus the original Cars. Get off my dick! No way. Yo, Monsters Inc. I fucking guess. I guess. I hate this person. Because of the complexity I'm of so it. I'm so mad this person knew just enough about a bracket to fuck it up so bad. Right. And last one, Incredibles versus Wally. I'm taking the Incredibles. Yeah. But I really Wally's, like Wally. Mad respect to Wally. Shouldn't go out in the first round. Neither should Cars, no. though. No. Okay, now who's our, because who's our, this is a shortened bracket. We can run through this. We got a little time. Right. Okay. Uh, so Lion King beat Tarzan, yep. and Lilo and Stitch beat Princess and the Frog. Yep. So, so Lion King versus Lilo? Lion King versus Lilo and Stitch, Lion King. Lion King. You have to respect One it. off. Boom. Uh, did we pick Tangled or Big Hero 6? Uh, I'm I, taking Tangled. I'm going Big Hero 6. <gasps> rock, paper, scissors. One out of one? Just one out of one. And bop, bop, and hit. Okay, yeah. yeah. Real. Fuck. You read my, <laughs> you read right. my body language. <laughs> so... 
lot of one versus two seeds and a lot of fifteen versus sixteen seeds. Yeah, I know. Correct. I think they lined it up as like one versus two, three versus four, five versus six, which is not at all how a That's bracket not, works. No, it's literally the whole point okay. of the bracket. So we've got Tangled versus Frozen. Uh, I'm taking Tangled. I'm taking Frozen. Wait, no, you just said Tangled. Yeah, oh, Tangled yeah, right, versus got it, Big got it, got Hero got Six. Yeah, I'm taking uh, you. You're taking Frozen over Tangled. Oh, I don't like it, dude. Pascal. I know. Okay, good point. And, and Maximilian. And the fucking oh my god, yeah, you're right. Tangled. Tangled. Okay. Uh, Frozen Aladdin went over Hercules, thing, correct? And fucking, I guess. Yeah. I guess for, but Hercules is so good. <laughs> Hercules I, is so good. If the I need one, a go-to it, on Netflix, night, yeah, it's, that's it's the one Hercules. You watch. Okay, whatever. Aladdin, you have to <sighs> okay, respect it. Okay, Aladdin, uh, and then Little Mermaid or Pocahontas. Rock paper scissors again. Um, I think Pocahontas here. Right. All right, we'll go with Pocahontas. Okay. Um, Aladdin versus Pocahontas. Aladdin. I don't think Pocahontas is that strong of a movie. I agree. It's got really great songs. I mean, Aladdin And it's super too. racist. I mean, that goes yeah. a long way in the Disney community. <laughs> Aladdin. I have a friend who's getting a rat, and I told her to name it Aladdin because he's a street rat. And so, he wants Hercules. I know, dude. I know. People want... All right. I want a better bracket is what I want. Yeah. Okay, so mainly. Side, then. Uh, Mulan or Zootopia? Zootopia. Did we, did we, we picked Zootopia? Okay, Zootopia versus Beauty and the Beast. I'm saying Zootopia on that I'm saying one. Zootopia. That's Fuck why it. that's a Zootopia. bad first round Zootopia matchup. Zootopia is our Loyola Chicago. Because, because Beauty and the Beast shouldn't be going against Zootopia in the second round. Yeah, Zooto- yeah Zootopia is our, our Loyola Chicago. <laughs> All right, Up versus Toy Story. I'm taking Up. I love, I love Toy Story as a classic, but Up just in general. I feel is a good like fucking a movie. Bad person for taking out Toy Story. Toy Story is our what? What's our one seed that went? But out Toy too Story early? three, it's Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> Although I okay. Or Xavier. <clears throat> it can be Xavier. That's fine. Yeah. Fuck it. Whatever. I think fine. Up. Okay. Up. I'm like um, not upset about Up going forward. I'm upset about having to leave up, Toy Story behind. Sick. Um. Uh, now we have Cars 3 versus Toy Story 3. Toy I'm Story taking 3. Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3. Yeah. Cars 3 moved on because it was novelty. Ratatouille versus Finding Nemo. Uh, Finding Nemo. I'm taking Finding Nemo as well. Absolutely. Okay. Um, Move us up. And then we have Monsters, Inc. versus The Incredibles. And I have Fuck. to take The Incredibles. I have to take Monsters, Inc. Yo. That's that shit, Zane. <laughs> Yo. Monsters, Inc. You got Sully. You got fucking Mike Wazowski. You got Always Watching. You got Rob. Got- Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> I know. And honey, where is my super One suit? One of the greatest lines in any I know, animated I know, movie. I know, I know, I know. This is our matchup right now? Yeah. Monsters, Inc. versus The Incredibles. Monsters, Inc. has had its day. It's had its sequels. I'm going Incredibles. 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 All right. Back to the top. Lion King versus Tangled. Lion King. Lion King, for sure. That's a heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. Aladdin versus Zootopia. Unbelievable Zootopia. sights. Zootopia. Indescribable feelings. Zoo fucking Topia. That shit. Winding, I was tumbling, I had so many careening. other options to do with my day what I wished. Yeah. And I sat and I fucking watched <laughs> Zootopia. Because that shit reeled me in from the first fucking scene. All of it. <laughs> so good. Judy Hopps. Okay. Solid character. Okay. So Zootopia. Zootopia. Still in. Still in. Loyal Chicago. Let's go, baby. Let's go, Ramblers. <laughs> All right. Up I'll be the sister versus Mary Toy here. Story 3. I'm taking Toy Story 3 here. You really sold me on Love that. Love stories. 
of love Fuck, stories. I know, dude. It's and Toy Story 3 there. So sad. And um, he gave his toys away uh, so they could come back and ruin it with a Toy Story 4. I'm writing uh, that movie off right fucking now. I think. I think. Andy, Lion King is definitely a number Lion one. A, I agree Lion with King's you. Lion King's our villain over here. Um, fine. Okay. Okay. Toy Take Story a Toy Story 3. 3. Okay. I guess. Uh, then we have Finding Nemo versus The Incredibles. Nemo. Nemo, for Nemo. sure. All right, we're getting down to it here. We got Lion King versus Zootopia. Okay. And I'm saying Lion King wins out on that. I agree. Two animal-based movies, Lion King wins. All right. Uh, Toy Story 3 versus Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo wins that one. Is this our matchup? Lion King versus Finding Nemo here. Wait, who's up? Read our final four real quick. Our final four were Zootopia, Lion King, Toy Story 3, and Finding Nemo. I think Zootopia is our loyal Chicago in that situation. Yeah. And it had to go up against a big, mean number one. Yeah. And it didn't win. No. Okay. That's um, fine. I do think they'll beat Michigan. Okay. Um. We, before we say a pick on this, I guess... Lion King versus Finding Nemo. Lion King fight. Fuck. That's tough. This is what the live stream ends on, too, so... What if we just ended the live stream right here and made <laughs> Yo, listen to our fucking podcast? NBC did that with the World Curling Championships the other day. Hate it. They were like, they just need this one um, stone close. And the girl pushes it, and then it just cuts the program. Like, it was the championship game. Yo, dude, okay. I'm going to say this. I respect the hell out of Lion King. I respect the hell out of Disney movies. I get that it's a classic. That shit was one of my two movies that could call me down as a tiny baby. Right. I also have infinite respect for Pixar, that big-ass lamp that curb stomps an eye. I get it. And Finding Nemo was a generational movie. <clears throat> it took them, like, what, fucking 10 years to come back with Finding Dory, which was a solid sequel. Now, the sequels are out of it. Yeah. I'm not contending that. Because Lion King had some strong sequels. Lion King as well. had very strong sequels. But Lion, Lion King, King one and a half was Lion King did too funny many, as shit. I'll say it. You think three? Lion King went too far. You think two and one and a half were too many? Because one and a half was its own think, thing. I know, I know, it was I know, funny I know. as shit. I don't think two and a half. Was, I don't think two was that good. I think two was okay. I think two, two did okay. two did a job. Two was decent. But I think Dory would be a better sequel. Back to this original discussion. My vote lies with Dory. Just kidding. It lies with Nemo. Okay. That's going to make people mad, and I know that. Here's the thing. I'm, I'm fairly unbiased in this because my favorite, my favorite movie in this was Tangled. Right. Probably I my favorite Disney sure. movie all time right. is Jungle Book. Right, and it wasn't even fucking. And it wasn't in there. That's some so. racist shit. That is intolerance at its <laughs> finest. Fucking, imagine if Peter Pan had been in there. Oh. What makes the Red Man red? Oh. I'm also vote Nemo. Unanimous decision. Blam. Nemo. See you next We're week out. live stream. Thanks, Andy. So, oh boy. I, that's going to be controversial. I know it for a fact. I hope a lot of people jump on that video. Can you like download that at all? I, yeah, I think so. You can um, save I'll that. Find we, out. Can post it on the, we can post it post on the Facebook page. Post a 20-minute video on the Facebook page. Yeah, I'll fucking do it. But here's <laughs> That's the thing. viral! I watched like a 17 or 18-minute uh, review of a mock draft of the upcoming NFL draft that hasn't even happened yet and was very into it. And so if I can watch that, y'all can watch something that affects your childhood and let us know yeah. what you think. Let Maybe know. next week we'll have a bracket. 
<laughs> for what the best bits on this podcast and it'll just say like there isn't any <laughs> i need a reasonable job something like three thousand dollars an hour nothing too wild right let's not get crazy with it <laughs> <laughs> one of our fans sent me a um text a few days ago and he said uh i've got something for you for conspiracy corner but it's not very big I Ooh, said, okay lay it on me because we have we do have some more conspiracy corner that we can jump into perfect because this all this says is did you know that a group of lemurs is called a conspiracy of lemurs yo also apparently we ended the live stream at the final four <laughs> something horrible might have happened andy you might be delayed buddy that's right we're giving special shout outs to people the three fucking people have... who logged on to our live stream this is what happens this is that personal connection that you're missing by not logging on by not by swiping away that little notification. What do you? What am I? An ugly Tinder match? That's true, but I'm also more than that. If I send a notification that says I'm going live, you best believe that it's some quality content. This has been the end of my monologue. Thank you so much, <laughs> guys. This was sponsored by absolutely fucking nobody, so don't worry about skipping our funniest bits. I'm still mad about it. Um, <clears throat> uh, a, a conspiracy of lemurs. I like that. Because lemurs like, are what? sneaky little fucks. <laughs> they are, and they're very cute. But they're only like, in Madagascar. What, the murder of crows? Yeah, murder of crows, Who's a gaggle of geese, names, um, a gaggle of bitches. <laughs> yeah, mad gaggles of bitches. <laughs> um, a conspiracy of lemurs. I like it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of other conspiracies, Please. we talked about the Flat Earth guy oh, yeah. who was going to launch his own rocket. Oh, big fan. Uh, big tunes. Um, big ups. Well, not so. He launched. He launched his rocket. I believe his original plan was to launch his rocket a mile into the air and take a picture of the Earth to prove that it was flat. That's taller than I am for sure, and um, so that's a big. That's a big thing. He launched his rocket. Sure. It went one thousand eight hundred feet. Nice. He lived. Big plus. Zane's and, a lot of uh, So, if you know anything about a mile, right. It's 5,280 feet, whether you go vertical or horizontal. Um, there's no vertical mile versus horizontal, horizontal mile. mile. Well, I don't know anything about knots or nauticals. Um, what if it was a nautical mile? Like a real A naughty cool mile. mile. Yeah. That's what you do down the Vegas Strip. A naughty cool mile? Yeah. We got a fire alarm mid-episode here. Is our house burning down? Zane's going to go check on it. I'm going to keep talking here. While Zane, while Zane actively monitors whether a fire is occurring in his house. <laughs> this has been a not planned bit. Guys, this week's episode is sponsored by a fire alarm. Fire alarms are really a cool thing to have in your home. Fire alarms contribute uh, mostly to the livelihood of other people's. Sometimes fire police show up. Here's hoping they don't show up this time. We got people taking two hot showers in here. Because all of a sudden it's steaming up the fire alarm. Guys, guys, go ahead and check your batteries. This is not a this is a not a joke sponsorship. Make sure your fucking fire alarms work. So you too can take two hot showers and slip <coughs> off in the middle of a podcast. Thanks <coughs> back. Anyway. <laughs> this is a high quality establishment here. The podcast that is. Your home's beautiful. And also not burning down, if I'm to gather that correctly. Is that right? Good talk. Okay. Zane is back. He's just not saying any goddamn words. <laughs> Still. Okay. I, I just got some good news. Anyway. Um, Great. 
<laughs> You'll be appreciative of the news too. Was the news that your house isn't burning down? Yeah, that's okay. great news. Mm-hmm. Um, our battery works. Uh, we have a CO2 detector Big in our plus. basement as well. Nice. Um, that was anyway, more of my concern if I'm being so, honest. <laughs> um, yeah, he went 1,800 feet, and I don't know if he proved anything. I haven't read anything about now it. It's we like, just watched that. Because it's a pretty impressive video. If, for those for a steam-powered rocket, right, for those I'm not who didn't mad listen, about it. I mean, I guess, can you give him a quick primer again? Because you told me about this. So, so this dude um, lives in <laughs> California. California. He, <clears throat> he <laughs> had... <laughs> Go ahead. I don't remember... Sp- like specifics but something about he wanted to make steam powered rockets nobody would fund them right. he got wind of the flat earth movement and was like and built oh up some steam. i buy into that sure. he built it <laughs> built up a little steam um <laughs> and then he put out like a gofundme to the flat earth society that was basically his pitch was that he was going to launch a rocket a mile into the air they just had to give him some money and sure. then he was going to take a picture up there since airplanes don't th- fly at 30,000 feet and prove right that the earth was flat. And here we are. I'm not going to give this any more credence than it deserves, but... But... Doesn't every once in a while it cross your mind? Have you ever traveled like a big, long distance? You've, yeah, you've flown once. far away places. Yeah. And it feels like, maybe, just maybe, a la that movie where the guy lives in the bubble. Aladdin. Yeah. What the fuck is that movie? Why am I not remembering? Truman Show? Yeah. Every once in a while. If I'm on a big, long flight to somewhere, humble brag, um, I think, wouldn't it be crazy if, just if. Justice. Like, I'm flying a place, sure. Right. But it's so crazy to just, like, be in a tube in the air for a while. Right. And then not be in that tube anymore and step out and, oops, you're in a different place. And And, right. again, the only thing that I could see... The like flat earthers and other like conspiracy theorists believing as as I'm not a member or a believer in that is <laughs> shout out the horn solo is that is that it has crossed my mind that it's fucking trippy to just land a place and different things currently exist maybe it's just like a a, a two self-involved life view or whatever, but I'm right. like, it's crazy to me that shit in Chicago and shit in New York and shit in Europe are all simultaneously occurring yeah. with or without me, <clears throat> but... With or without you. With or without me. Um, and it, it, like, it, it, it trips me up a little bit, especially on really long flights. Flight to Australia, it was 16 and a half hours. I'm like, Jesus. that's a fucking day. That's yeah. plenty of time to build a fake country that you could tour me around and I'd believe it. I'm a gullible guy. Oh, man. I'm not saying Australia's fake. I'm just saying that if it were, I'd believe it. Right. I think that's enough conspirating. Dude, I got a question for you. Okay. You ever had a job? Once. How was that? Well, I worked. Now, the reason I ask is because it worked out, I'm hearing. Yeah. Um, the reason I ask that is because- That was my job, too. Um, <laughs> God damn you, is because somebody recently reminded me that I have a bunch of like somewhat interesting job stories from one particular job located just outside of town here. Ooh. But I don't know if I've ever told any of them on the, on the podcast. I don't think you have. So <clears throat> I used to work at a place... <laughs> So I'm gonna go ahead and bring it back. I used to work at a place 
that employed me. And it was a place <laughs> wow. where rich folk could come and stay. Humble brag real quick. The, the reason this story brought up was because somebody and a friend and I were talking about Gwyneth Paltrow. And I said, hey, I'm not really into that goop shit, but I am into her as a person. And they're like, why? Because she's a smoke show? And I said, yes. But also Mostly. because she's a nice lady. And the friend said, no fucking way you know that. Can't prove that. And I said, unfortunately, friend, in my limited experience, I can prove it. It's because I've met her. She's yeah. a sweet, sweet lady. Does some crazy shit on her blog, for sure. Says you should buy your distant cousin a $1,000 cashmere sweater. Why not? But, well, because I'm poor. Oh, that's a pretty good reason. That right? seems like some of it. Okay. Um, but the place that I stayed hosted many rich people. We had Bill Gates. He rented out a, a section of it for a while. Bill Farrell. Bill Farrell came here for Fourth of July. Um, fucking who's the uh, who's the Daniel Craig? The, what? Oh yeah, he was there for a little bit. Olivia Wilde was there um, before my time. Um, who, oh, Brendan Fraser, big time fan. Shout out Brendan Fraser. Dude had some shit. I respect him more after his big old article. But there was a, you, you could never talk to him about the mummy, which seemed like a weird <laughs> thing. Like it was like a it was like lore. It was like, hey, Fourth of July is coming up. Don't fucking talk to Brendan Fraser about the mummy. Talk to him, whatever. He's a nice guy. If you're giving him a ride, ask him what LA is all about. Yeah. But do not fucking mention the mummy. <laughs> never. Not that's once. hilarious. And so not even once. I feel like that's like. <laughs> Like, you can't talk to Tom Cruise about Mission Impossible. No. Can you talk to him about his running form, do you think? Because it's impeccable. It's great. People like to fucking shit on Tom Cruise because he runs because he's got a weird-shaped body. Yeah. And his teeth are off-center. About to fucking shame Tom Cruise right now. It's crazy. He got goofy teeth, but he also you got know. great form. Yeah, his form's tight. <laughs> Toy. <laughs> Hate it. Hate that that happened simultaneously. So, this place played host to... A lot of rich folk. And sometimes celebrities, most of the time, just business people or folks in industry. Anyone. Very specific. But um, I had two jobs there. First, I was uh, a concierge. So I worked the front desk. That's where I met my girl, G-Pal. Big fan. Me and G-Pals became <laughs> Gave her some aspirin. Her daughter had a headache. So... Anyway, you can say it's pretty serious. Um, but also worked down at a second like kind of location as like a butler. And that's exactly what it sounded like. Fucking not good. <laughs> the job was sweet. I got to hang out outside all the day. Um, I, I set dishes and then clean those up. Oops. You got mad tips. I got fucking hella tips. I'm actually going to get to that real quick. Okay. Um, <clears throat> but I, uh, I, my job was basically like take care of these people. They're very wealthy. They normally are nice, but every once in a while it can be a real fucking a lot to deal with. So, you know, be be aware of that. So a few quick stories. First of all, to get between the main part where I was concierge and then to get to the butler part, you had to drive, I don't know, a few miles. Right. And so... Um, let's, let's uh, we, we say rich people. This place, uh, the average is what, $900 a night per, per person. person? Yeah. During peak season, it's like to rent a tent or whatever is like fucking and these are nice tents they have like copper tubs call, it's called stuff. glamping yeah i think they even invented it it's yeah. crazy shit um but yeah it's like i think the top i saw for one of our nice tents one of their nice tents not mine um was like 1300 a night per person 
Jesus. And they would normally, but they house like four or five people. And so it's like, oh, sick. You're turning up like six grand a night sweet. for four people. Sweet. Wow. Sweet, sweet victory. So <laughs> my sweet. first night that I moved from concierge, which was the best choice because I got paid dick at concierge <laughs> and I got paid fucking fat stacks as a butler. Got paid dick. I did. I got paid in dick. So that sucked. <laughs> um, but the job was cool because I was outside in a beautiful area of the state. And, you know, I got a nice little drive in and out of work every day. Got to catch up on some big boy PCASs like this one um, and, and hang out with really cool people. My first guests as a butler were this lovely family from New York. Couldn't tell you a fucking thing about them. Good. They were very nice, though, very kind. Nice. That being said, there's been this thing that's kind of run with me most of my life <laughs> where people, upon meeting me, just assume that I'm like, flamboyantly gay well you did get paid dick so. i did get paid in dick that probably didn't help i should have read the contract a little closer um but you know again shout out all my gay homies i'm not but that's all right but it, it seemed strange to me that they were like oh for whatever reason this guy it's we're just comfortable assuming a like somewhat big thing about him and then basing our decisions off of him being like hey so um Fine, whatever. Here's the craziest part about it. They were from New York, and they kept saying, "Tyler, you're so Broadway. You're so you're so Broadway," which was like a nice way of like. Imp- anyway, whatever. Long story short, they give me three hundred bucks as a tip for two nights of work. So, made that stripper money. <laughs> keeping my clothes on. Shit. My second favorite story, real Let's quick. Say, do you have any stories about your work that you'd like to chime in? Because I'll just keep. Uh, no, you can tell. You can tell another one. Cool, man. Um, so like I was saying, you have to drive between the kind of campsites and the main area. Right. And the main area hosts like big events and we'll do all sorts of, all sorts of fun stuff. And so people need to, like, that's where you meet up to do your horseback riding or your whatever. And so, but if you're bucket camp, drifting, you have to like call a, a driver. And so when I would get bored or didn't have any guests as a concierge, I would just volunteer to be a driver. Cause then I got paid a little better, got tipped all the time because people tip drivers um, and um, got to drive around in like a Mercedes Sprinter van or a big old expedition Ballin. with like listening to sports radio. So that was a big plus. That was a good part of summer. Yeah. The problem was is that these rich people had no fucking idea about how nature worked at all. <laughs> and this particular area of the state is located, eh, I don't know, 4,000 feet. But there's big mountains nearby that are six, 7,000. So they have snow on them pretty much year round. Yeah. And... Um, more often than not, a guest would ask, you know, just the dumbest questions. And so as a staff, we decided to come up with a, you know, a uniform theory of the world for these people. This was often their first time in nature. And I mean, they picked a good place to come, but to not have done any basic research as a full grown, very successful adult. Or just gone to school once. Right, or literally looked outside. The top two questions I got first were, what's that white stuff up on the mountains? Seems like an obvious question. Seems like an obvious answer. To which I would then respond, oh, it's snow. To which I would then often get a response, mm, let's say 70% of the time, maybe more. You gotta of, be yanking my dick off. Yeah. <laughs> Are you gripping my dick and ripping it off right now? No way. <laughs> And I said, no, it's kind of inappropriate. And they're like, you're so Broadway. And I'm like, all right, well, goddamn. 
hostile work environment. So, but no, they would be like, there's no way. That's not snow. And I'd be like, they'd be like, did you grow up here? Like, start interrogating me about it. And I'm like, yes, I did. And no, it's snow. And they're like, well, I don't see how that's possible. It's July, after all. Well. And try and, like, laugh it off. And I'm like, well. Okay, well, it is. So just trust me. You're right. You caught on to Scarface's massive Son empire. Of a bitch. It's cocaine mountain. Didn't you know about it, rich person? You big, dumb, not so rich person, apparently. All the rich people know about it. Pory McPoor pants. Pory McPoverty. So that was actually my nickname in high poorie school. Poverty. That's very sad. Pori <laughs> Movich. So good one. Thanks. <laughs> my second favorite, or my second question that I would get almost just as much, if not more. So it could have been really. I got to cut my water. Maybe not so much. We had a uniform theory of the universe, like I said, between the staff, and I hope that that tradition continues today. It better because the. Probably, now that I'm thinking about it, most common question I would get were, so tell me about the deer and the elk, which sounds more like a statement. Right. But I would ask them to clarify and say, I guess, what do you want me to tell you about them? And they're like, well, like, what's the difference? Like, they're, they're not the same thing. And I'd be like, okay, here's how it works. This is stuff we learn in second, third grade, basic biology stuff, so I'm more than happy to share it with you. Deer and elk are not the same thing. Deer and elk are two distinct species, but they share a common ancestor. And that leads to some mysteries and marvels of science. First, deer and elk are born. And then, depending on their elevation, this stick with me here, this sounds crazy. Depending on their elevation, they will be a deer or an elk to begin their life. This is why, you, like you've seen it in sea creatures, if they're born way deep below the surface, they'll be this weird amorphous blob. But if they come up above, their body has to adapt. And so their situation adapts. They change species, for a lack of a better term, and they become this new, amazing, incredible creature. <laughs> Here's where it gets interesting, if it hasn't already. For the first six years of a deer or elk's life, it can change at 4,500 feet. That's the magic elevation. That's why you're going to see both while you're here because those cocaine mountains up there are about seven, seven, five hundred feet. <coughs> Let's make a song called Cocaine Mountain Cocaine Tops. Mountain, I'm very into it. Four or five hundred feet. Hundreds. So those mountains are high, and you'll see elk up there. That's why you, you see elk at higher elevations typically. Right. You don't see elk running through the city, you know? Right. <laughs> Come on. Generally. So, but – you're going to see more deer down here because we're in the valley. We're only like 4,000 feet, so we're, we're near. You're going to see some probably kick down. But you'll notice that they're all older. You're not going to see any baby elk around. And here's why. As I said, 4,500 feet is the magic number. I hate to say magic. It makes it sound fake. But 4,500 feet is when these deer have to adapt their kind of – species essentially to live in the climate given to them at that elevation so by six years of time passing they have adapted enough and have enough kind of changes to where they can either they, they essentially pick where they live they don't cross back down unless it's like a dire emergency so fire season will kick them all down that's why you'll see elk down here but they're all older because at six point or at six years they lock there's a binary or there's a, a biological clock that goes off in these animals that 
locks their genetics to that specific species. And then they are free to roam wherever they need and will stay as such. Boom. Science. The amount of fucking people that would call, text, write a handwritten letter home to their family and or colleagues and say, I have the most fascinating story to tell you when I get back. (laughs) You will not fucking believe it. And I said, you know why they won't believe it? Because that's the fakest goddamn story I've ever told you. That, that you don't know me summer, very well, but I'm super Broadway. Right, very Broadway, in a way that you would never believe, in that it galvanized me against telling stories with a, like, a not straight face. <laughs> I will sell you the fucking shoes on your feet and make you believe that you never had them. <laughs> it is crazy to me how wealthy these people were and how successful they were by all objective <laughs> measures. And yet... I was able to often, if not always, convince them that fucking deer and elk transitioned for six years <laughs> at a magic elevation between species. They must listen to a lot of Wall-A. I, what? I'm trying to make my life a transition. That's a very <laughs> specific reference. <laughs> Zen, you always, because you, you deal with customers too. I do. You've got to have a, a customer customers. nightmare. I have story. a. I have a slightly similar story Please. that doesn't have to do with my job, but I will tell it first. Please. <clears throat> um, there is a, in our town, there is a nice hotel. Yeah. Currently under renovation. Oh, shit, I know um, what you're <clears throat> And it's, it's right backed up against the river. Right. And, uh, like, the restaurant looks out with these huge, huge, like, 10 by 10 or bigger windows. Right. Um, that face the r- windows. We clean them. Humble brag. Humble brag. Now, um, Mizzou- and real quick too, Missoula is known often, like by people even internationally, right? For a river runs through it. Yeah. Um. We were, last year, I think we were like the number one river city in the nation, or yeah. something like that. There's like four or five different rivers that. There's not that. Many. One time I got off the there's train few- in Germany. Humble brag. <laughs> and there was a man who recognized Montana on our passports, and said, "Oh shit." Where in Montana are you from? And we said Missoula. And he gave us all this f- swag and was like, River Runs Through is my favorite movie of all time. There's no other place in the world that I would rather be. I'm currently saving up to come to Missoula because I love it so That's much. That's so cool. And then a guy from New York got off the train after us, and he literally just said, fuck you in German, and walked away. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a cool place, and it carries a lot of clout with it. So there's a bridge that goes over the river <clears throat> right next to this hotel. And you look down, and there are always people down there fishing because it's shallow. The current picks up; like it's a, it's like it's a, a good, good fishing. Spot. It's a good fishing spot, For legitimately. Sure. Um, but it's also like a destination fishing spot. Like people come so. to Missoula specifically to fish there, right? Um, which is a little odd to me, but I guess I grew up here, so it doesn't well, it like, doesn't strike as much. Right. And Missoula like advertises <clears> like right here's the bridge and the M and this beautiful location, and there's always yeah. somebody getting and like, it a is, perfect cast. It is sweet right through the canyon there. Oh yeah, like with the footbridge and blah blah. Anyways, so I know somebody. I think this was like a third or fourth pass along of a story. Sure, that I knew somebody who knew somebody who worked there, mm-hmm. and they have people who sit in that restaurant and look down and go, so how much do those people get paid to uh, to stand down there and pretend to fish? Oh, God. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> and they thought they were paid actors to, like, set the scene of Missoula. 
and got paid to stand down there and fish. They're so Broadway down there with their little <laughs> casts. And, oh, wow, man, look at the so flick fun. of that wrist. <laughs> that's crazy. because, And I heard, I think from the same person, that it was like multiple times a day, every day, that they would have to like proverbially talk these people off the ledge of being like, no, they're not actors. They, they are, are regular really people. fishing. That guy came from work. That guy's a dentist. Right. Like, I, I saw know him that last guy. week. I, he's my neighbor. Like they just like fishing there, and they the, the people in the restaurant because it's a good restaurant too. It's got a beautiful view, mm-hmm. pretty solid happy hour specials. Big oh, old great got happy five hour. buck wings. Got eight a, buck pizzas. They've got yeah eight buck pizzas, but it's got fancy shit like fucking pate on it, yeah. which is gross. But duck. also like duck. So you better buck. Buck, or are you going duck, 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 duck on my pizza? You're gonna spend a buck, buck on a duck, duck pizza. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's a thing that happens here. Yikes! Um, shout out to rich people. Shout out rich people. Uh, also, shout out rich people. This it, it does relate to my job. Please. <clears throat> this this gets me heated every fucking time. Heat them up. Because things that I, from a fundamental standpoint, can't understand and don't have any chance of understanding, okay. either I can completely let them go, okay. but if it directly affects me, it makes me real mad. You're about to think about it. I, like, yeah. I fly off the handle. Sure. I jump out the window, if you will. Oh, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we get to this person's house. I'm supposed to clean their gutters. Okay. Look up at their... Like talk to him, mm-hmm. and I so I clarify. All right, and we're cleaning your gutters today. Yeah, yeah, cool, great. And uh, she just kind of looks up to the side and goes, "We're standing right outside this lady's front door." She goes, "Is there a hole up there?" She doesn't point or anything. She just kind of looks, and I okay. I look and go. Um, no, because where I'm following her line of sight, right. which, as you I'm may know, as right. a person, right. hanging out with other people isn't sure. always super accurate. Right. Um, I'm seeing the corner of this gutter where it is connected and like sure. folded and riveted, and like theoretically okay? a natural place for a hole. Right. There were That's where it might leak. Right. Not unreasonable. Okay. And I go, no. It looks like it's it's put together pretty well. Uh, sure. It doesn't look like there's any damage to it or anything. Um, and she goes, no, no, not there. There. What is that? And I go, uh, I, I don't know that I know what you're what you're talking about. Sure. She goes, that that pipe there. Okay. So that's a downspout. And I go, okay, yeah, that's that's your Standard that's your downspout. Right. Um, that's where, yeah, that's, yeah, right. It's like a, a key component of a gutter. Like, that's how it fucking works. Right. She goes, yeah, but is there a hole there? No, it's. And so I'm right. I'm getting frustrated because right. I have no fucking idea what she's talking about. Hold on, let me tee you up real quick. Was she? You know, I'm gonna let you tell the story. That's so rude of me. Go ahead. I think I maybe I have a guess at what she's talking. I go. About. I go, you mean, is the downspout connected to a hole? Exactly. She's like, yeah, yeah. How does the water get out of there? And I said, oh, well, no. yeah, there's a hole and the downspout connects to it and the water runs down, down it. It's downspout. I was like, is it leaking? She goes, well, I sure hope not. Bro. I'm like, 
Oh, okay. Um, some fancier, I don't even know if it's a fancy thing. Some sure. houses have French drains where their gutters go all the way down, they connect to a tube, and they drain straight into the ground right, and flush this. out somewhere else. Yeah, I, I like um, never really noticed them, but like I was like, oh, I wonder why it never floods here. And it's yeah. Like, oh, because there's a designated goes, like, spot for the nightmares. water to go. Like, right. It's a good idea in theory. Sure. But it eh. it seems like it would Once just it gets be plugged, a hole that fills up yeah. with stuff. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so I could understand um, if, if they had French drains and she asked where the water goes. Sure. Because you never see it. Right. Theirs had a four-foot piece at the bottom that drained straight out into their yard right like every like, other fucking drain. like it's a normal fucking gutter right and it goes into their yard oh god and she goes but where does it go and i said well it goes down <laughs> the downspout <laughs> and out right and she was like okay okay well um i think somebody messed up our roof okay not my problem and i go um why and she goes well the contractor told me that there's grit in my gutter. Yeah, okay. And I said, okay, well, we'll check. Roofs deteriorate over time. Right. And that's where the grit goes. Right. Gravity goes eastbound and down. They live up on a hill. Fairly expensive part of town here. Oh, I know what you're talking there about. There are no trees. There are no trees. There are no fucking trees. No, there is. If they are, they just got planted. And they're, right, they're, like they're like eight like feet tall. Old, yeah. Um, so we got up on this lady's roof and spent 10 minutes rinsing the grit out of her gutter. There Thanks. was like six little right. pieces of grit, but we it. had to go around their huge fucking house and do the whole thing. And uh, I was work. so mad, dude. Yeah, I bet. That's horse shit. Just so You probably mad. got like more grit in the gutter trying to clean them out. Probably, like except we couldn't walk on this roof. Oh, that's what I was going to say. If you so, were walking on the roof, that <coughs> definitely added more grit to the gutter than was previously no, there. No, we couldn't walk on the roof. So we rinsed them out, and I told her, you don't need your gutters cleaned again. Ask in 10 years, right. and Ever. then maybe it'll be an issue. Right. Don't, don't pay us to clean your gutters. Right. The next time I went up there, because she's Cause she obviously repeat, called back, yeah. Not only did she ask if her gutters needed done, and I immediately told her, I can guarantee you they don't. Right. I also was clarifying on something extra we were supposed to be doing mm -hmm. that included going inside, and we never go inside their house, but it just was on the garage, and I had never paid attention sure. to their garage. And I said, am I cleaning the inside of the garage door? She goes, yeah. And I get over there, and there are no windows on the garage door. What the fuck? There's one big window in the garage, which is the okay. one that I was supposed to clean. But I right. specifically asked if I was supposed to clean the door. Did she just think you were twice. general cleaners, <laughs> even though it very specifically says in all forms of advertising, window She knew exactly cleaning. what we were there for, because we cleaned all the rest of her windows, too. God damn it. I, yeah. Hate it. I just can't stand a single like that benefit. stuff sends me off. It, it ruins my day, and yeah, I know it understandably. But I, I just like I lose all <laughs> desire to be a rational human being. Zane, let me tell you point. this. I want to cheer you up because I think we can end on this. I got one more funny story from you. Okay, for you, with you, okay, against you, even some might say. This story goes back up to our our the scene of the cr crime scene, scene of the crime, crime scene. 
Die, die. I got. I fucking love that movie. God, Sarah Marshall holds up. It's on Netflix now. Dude, I know. It's so good. Also, apparently, Men in Black holds up really well. Yes. That has nothing to do with this All three story. Men in Blacks. Here come the Men in Black. Galaxy Defenders. Yeah. So, back up in beautiful Montana. Yay. In a valley just below 4,500 feet. Uh lies a set of camps at the same place I used to work. <laughs> Just setting the scene again. I love this story. I, I hate right. this story. Zane's heard this story before. but I, I And I think some of our listeners have, but I want this to go to the world. Partly as a humorous tale, but partly as a warning to people who know other people like this to immediately cut that person out of your life. <laughs> Dead weight. There were, let's see, I want to say five camps on one side of the highway and a sixth solitary camp on the other side. Solitary camp findment. The, the solitary, yeah, right. Kind of felt like it because it was a ways back there. The sixth camp, separate from all the other, the first five had like river-themed <laughs> names like Cliffside or Riverside. Way down yonder in the Chattahoochee. Like right, Chattahoochee camp. Um, so, Missouri. Just <laughs> it wasn't even camp, just Missouri. Where it gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. Some might say <laughs> we've talked about the average temperature of a hoochie coochie in here, right? <laughs> I believe so. Uh, what a weird fucking callback to an early episode. <laughs> Hate that that's a real thing. So I was working at this faraway camp. This is the one that Bill Gates rented. He like bought out the whole camp. Very expensive, but it's not really a thing to him because he's fucking Bill Gates. So this was not during Bill Gates' day. It was about a few weeks before, and so. When the the resort wanted to, like, put on events, they would decide if they wanted it on the main campus or if they wanted it out on one of the camps. And they would kind of base it on, you know, interest levels and venue and all this other stuff. On if Lil B was there. Yeah. Because he's the based god. He is the based god, based on that. Shout out Lil B. Feel free to bless this podcast. Please do. Can you only fucking imagine? God damn, dude, that would be incredible. Yo. This story... I'll wrap it up because it's just about to start. I had, I think I'd been a butler for probably a month. And I had some, uh, get more guests from New York City. A nice young couple, probably like a programmer. I think he worked in tech, something like that. And had saved up for years to come on this vacation. And, you know, it was like a belated, a belated honeymoon or some, it was like a big monumental event. So I wanted it to go very well for them. Because some guests just kind of come and they're like, oh, yeah, this is our, you know, our we stayed in Aspen here. last year and, you know, uh, fucking Kathmandu the year before that. And it's like, what? And so these people were, like, so amazed at everything and the fact that they had a butler and, like, you know, all this other stuff. And, and they were just so nice and so humble about it that I was like, oh, definitely going the extra mile for you guys. And definitely. so they were like, hey, we heard that during our stay there will be a music group coming up to do a drum circle for the uninitiated. It's exactly what it sounds like. There was two or three musicians coming up, I think two this time, and they were local musicians who had like a series of drums, and they would bring it, and you could play it around the campfire, kumbaya style, and give people... Yeah, real mountainy hometown shit. Right, exactly. Give people who live in a concrete jungle a somewhat, you know... True blue western experience. I thought you said Western. Yeah, I did, actually. I'm glad you caught my dialect. So 
these people were like, I want to go to this drum circle. It sounds really cool. It's going to be on main campus. We haven't really been in there because we've been out at this camp the whole time. Like, it's great out here, but we also want to go see what, you know, the rest of the rest of the location has to offer. So I was like, okay, more than happy to help you with that. Called the driver, got it scheduled. Next night, when they're scheduled to go, I get a call from my boss on our special phones that says, like, hey, um, the drum circle's still going on tonight, but only one person's coming up, so we moved it to river camp. I said, that's fine. Okay, I'll check with my guests, like, make sure if they still want to go, but I think I think they're very interested. So I go chat with them at dinner, and they're like, no, of course, more than happy to go. So I was like, okay, great, still set for 7 o'clock. Like, I'll see you guys around 10 when you get back. Um, I'll just, like, stay out. I'm working till 11, so let me know how it is when you get back and have so much fun. Driver comes, picks them up, they head off. Rest of the evening goes as planned. They roll in probably 10, 30, and I was like, wow, that's a long drum circle, especially with one musician. Like, they must have right. a really good time. And so they show up, and they're laughing and having a fun thing, and I'm like, guys, how did it go? And they're like, oh, my God, it was so fun. Thank you so much for recommending it. Like, so happy we went. Like, I was like, okay, well, everything went good. They're like, yeah, I mean, there was, like, a few, like, little weird things, but, like, nothing serious. And so I was like, oh, like, what? And they're like, well, we were hoping the two musicians would come because the guy could only bring so many drums. And so he ended up just kind of playing guitar and doing whatever. But uh, (laughs) there was this other kind of funny thing, and I was like, oh, well, you know, tell me about it. And they're like, okay, well, you know River Camp. And I did know River Camp, but I don't know that our audience does. River Camp sits on this beautiful little river. It's like a white sand beach, which is crazy because they didn't ship it in, I asked. But it's like this beautiful, pristine beach that is like on this perfect sea bend in the river. And there's like eagles above it all the time. And it's got this nice like babbling brook kind of sound because it's not a huge river, but it's enough. Like you don't necessarily want to go swimming in it either. America. It's like it's like what you would design for like a scenery to look like involving a river. Um, And having worked there, I mean, the pavilion, there's like a pavilion at each camp. Each one has like their dining pavilion that has speakers in it and a little kitchen in the back for the chefs and, you know, us to like do the dishes and all this other stuff. And then there's a little path down to the recreation area where there's the campsite on the beach and kind of just chairs to hang out. And then there's all the tents off to the other side. And so I said, well, where did it take place? And they were like, oh, it was on the beach. And I was like, oh, sure. Makes sense. And I guess the distance between that and the pavilion was probably 50 feet. And so I was like, weird that they didn't just have it there, but fine. Okay. (laughs) So... They're like, yeah, this lady had the craziest question. And I was like, for the musician? And she goes, no, I was sitting next to her, and she, I don't know, couldn't have been more than 40, and just having a good time, loving the music, all this stuff, but kept kind of making weird faces. And eventually she she paged her butler over, and she asked him the strangest question I've ever heard. I said, <laughs> oh, my God, was it like rude? Like, Was she upset? And I was like, she's like, no, 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 no. She turned to the butler and I'm certain that I heard her correctly because I was right next to her. And pretty loudly she says, hey, whoever's working, I'm having such a good time. I think the only thing that would make it better is if you wouldn't mind turning down the river noise. I'm having a hard time hearing the guitar. (laughs) And I had to pause. And I said, I'm going to have to ask you to tell me that one more time because there's no fucking way that I heard you correctly. She said, yeah, I couldn't believe it either. But a grown woman sitting not more than 10 feet away from a, an actively flowing river with big <laughs> rocks in the middle of it that are constantly making noise, paged over a teenager, essentially, a young adult, and said, I'm having a blast. 
but I'd be having a better time if you could turn down nature. <laughs> now, the only thing I can think of <laughs> is that this woman thought that there were nature noises supplementing the actual nature she was surrounded in at the pavilion. Because there were pretty loudspeakers there, and our guests would request anything from ACDC to, you know, nice classical music to little, like, guitar solo, stuff like that. But they could put whatever they wanted on, especially if they were the only ones at the camp. And I knew it was quiet. And so I knew that they had been playing music over there. Because, it's again, they're, they're far apart, but they're not that far apart. You can right. hear the music coming from each one. I knew she knows, or I know she knew the speakers worked. Right. But no fucking way <laughs> did this woman ask a poor person who was not getting paid nearly enough to deal with that kind of question to, quote, turn the river down. And this poor, the, I knew the guy who was working that night, and I was like, well, what did he say? And he goes, I'll see what I can do. Because that's the only thing He's you're allowed to say to super fucking rich raise. people is, I'll see what I can do with my shitty Nokia 9280 or whatever. <laughs> And so he did. He, he literally faked a phone call, walked away, and then texted every fucking butler that he just got the craziest question in his whole life. Oh, man. I just want to let everybody oh, out there know. I love it. That no, you cannot turn down the river. <laughs> Ever. River asks you on a date, you say yes. It's Don't turn say, that river down. It's going to say, you want to go get some fettuccine? A fettuccine. It's going to say, hey, permission to slide into your DMs. And you better say, yep. <laughs> I'm babbling right now. And I'm babbling Change all the way to, Brooke, to the end of this podcast. Bye. Just keep swimming, 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 swimming. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming.